Welcome in to episode 13 of Upon Further Review. And it is almost getting time to further review things because the NFL season is upon us, gentlemen. I'd like to name this the Lucky Whitehead Lucky 13 segment. You couldn't even wait until we got in. No, I wanted to say that before you did. All right. Look at Kevin. Look at us. He doesn't even know who Lucky Whitehead is. No, Ke- I do First not. of all, who are you? I'm Kevin Sherrington. I'm Barry Horn. And I'm Evan Grant. We are three noted Cowboys experts. Absolutely. I don't. What did you just say? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Kevin is in here on vacation. Yes. Wearing his... Um, plaid? If I can give you a visual, he's wearing his plaid gray and white shorts with his very tan legs. Um, and he looks somewhat like he should either be gardening or strolling down Miami Beach. I'm not sure which. Yeah, with my bubby. But you're not in Oxnard. I am not in Oxnard. No, I am not. What's uh, happening in Oxnard this week, Evan? Well, Cowboys camp opens. On Wednesday? On Wednesday, although there's an event today. But today is Tuesday. I today think it's Tuesday. the unveiling of Jerry's new hip, is it not? That, that would be good if we could actually like have a press conference with Jerry's hip. I think that'd be great. Or the surgeon. I think, I think that would violate the HIPAA, the HIPAA rules. Uh, stop oh, it. Boy, stop there we it. go with the puns already. Yeah. All right. So, Kevin, you're the man on vacation. You've had plenty of time to think about important I, things. I have a lot. Um, what do you want to know about the Dallas Cowboys from training camp? Well, what we got to find out is that they've got a running back, right? Uh, they they have to you know there's a lot of talk about this committee uh, deal and how that might work. I think that's what it'll end up being. I don't think there will will be a running back who emerges as the the lead dog. I think that they will run two or three guys most of the season, and they will determine just because uh, you're the starting running back will not mean you will be the guy who ends up with the most yards. I think the starting running back, the most important running back on the team this year, is. Not even going to report to, uh, tomorrow. It's, to the it's, Cowboys. There's, yeah, there's somebody out there. There's somebody out He's there. still not on the roster. Who will emerge. and uh, Not on the roster. Not, on, not currently on the roster. Chris Johnson was a possibility at one point in time. Chris Johnson was a possibility. But, you know, here's, here's the thing, and I, I've made this point over and over again. What is the most important thing about this team? Oh, let me guess. The quarterback, Tony Romo, and you need somebody who can block Pick up the blitzes so Tony doesn't get hurt. Keep him from getting killed. I mean, I, I don't understand how you could think there's anything more important than that. That that is this running. I think these guys will pick up yards. I think this this offensive line is so good they will pick up yards. But you cannot get him killed. All I right. Think, I, th- I think you sh- you're not taking into consideration of the improvement of Brandon Whedon for the season. <laughs> yeah, you bet. I'm not taking that. All right. Seriously. And with that, we just had the rest of our listeners hang up. Wow. Barry, Kevin, here's here's the question for you on the running game. Is there anything in camp, is there anything that could take place in camp or during the exhibition season that could change your view of how this running back situation will unfold? Short of, obviously, an acquisition. No. I mean, could Randall or McFadden do anything in camp that makes you say, okay, there's... There's the guy who's going to get the bulk of the carries. If you're asking, does any of those guys have a ceiling like DeMarco Murray's? No, I'm asking, is there anything that could establish one of those guys as your primary? Back? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I, I think that they're going to, uh, they're going to be because I, I think we know what they can do. It's not like they're rookies. I mean, Randall hasn't had a lot of action, but he's had enough that we can see. Yeah, he's a, he's got a, a nice little wiggle, and he's he's got, he's a pretty good running back. The question would be, 
Look at, look he has Barry. a nice little wiggle. Well, you know. It's football jargon. That's football jargon. I'm sorry. I didn't want to get too uh, technical with you. Uh, and I think it means he's good. shifty. Shifty. Yeah. Which we already knew that about Joseph <laughs> Randall, right? Especially when he's leaving, especially when he's leaving department stores. He's very shifty. Especially in men's accessories. <laughs> at at right. the Stonebriar Mall. I think it's very important for, for That's Joseph. That's how the security men know him. I think it's very important for Joseph Randall to get through this training camp without any outside incidents, without saying anything really silly just go there be a good soldier and keep his you know keep focused on the job let me as speaking of question and silly things why did like emmett take it upon himself to back up the meat on the bone quote which as we all know now was that was intended to say that demarco murray didn't pick up all the yards that he could pick up when he led the league in in, in rushing and i know this is beating a dead horse but why why is our old cowboys now coming out to basically defend Joseph Randall's perspective on that. I don't know if they're defending him as much as they're saying uh, that's that's Emmett saying essentially, boy, if I were still here, look what I could have done with that. And you know what? You know what my response to me would be? I could look at some film, Emmett, and I guarantee we, we, I could we, find you a few more yards. We, 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 we go back on on everybody. This is the you know the greatest second guess in the world. Oh, if you cut left or if you cut right. Or, or if he would have just thrown, he could have gained another yard, another two yards. Big deal. To criticize DeMarco Murray's season last year would be like going to the Louvre and saying, ooh, that smile on the Mona Lisa. N- not good. 1,800 yards. 1,800 yards. That, that, that's phenomenal to me. You can, you can, now look, yes, against Green Bay, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get the, you know, Julius Pepper strips him with the ball, yes, oh, that'd been great if he'd done that. And, and there were other, yeah, there are other times you can nitpick this thing. The thing is, is what about all the times when he made yards when he shouldn't have made yards? What about all the times he bowled somebody over, you know, and made a, and a, and made a great run? So that's why that's ridiculous. I think you, I think in, in this league, you get what you deserve. If you, if you can bowl people over, oh, absolutely. you're going to pick up yards. If you don't have enough speed, you, you may lose a few yards somewhere. But you're going to get basically what you deserve. And I think DeMarco Murray deserved every yard that he got. And I don't know when at any point last year anybody thought that there were more yards out there to be had. No, it, it, it's it's preposterous. Preposterous? Preposterous. Thank you. But, but now how does, you know, this cast, how does this cast an eye what we look at every yard in drills and preseason games that Joseph Randall may or may not pick up. Right. And, and how many, how many, that's an excellent point. How many times will people say, ooh, Joseph Randall should have had two more yards on that carry, or if, if, if he had done this? I think he, opened, ne- up, he ne- opened up a can of worms. He really will be sorry. The next metric, up. the next football metric will be YNG, yards not gained, or <laughs> yards left on the field, or MOB, meat on the bone. I mean, <laughs> there. I think we're going to be looking at him with a very critical eye and say, okay, did he pick up every yard he could have? Well, he's a look, here's the thing about all running backs. They're all a little different, right? And and Joseph Randall is a guy that, that does have a, a little bit of an extra move that uh, – Wiggle. A little wiggle that, that DeMarco doesn't really have. DeMarco's not that kind of runner. But DeMarco's a one-step cut runner, you know, that's and that's the kind – Frankly, I think are the best. They're they're the kind of guys who are, who are getting downfield very quickly. Uh, Joseph Randall doesn't do that, so we'll see. You know, he's not as he's not as powerful as Demarco either. Those one step and cut runners are the guys who tend to get through 
small holes in 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 the defensive line, and, and of course there are times that they don't either. There are times that they're you know they're 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 not that hunt and peck kind of guys, you right. know, and and so there are going to be times that they're they're successful. There are going to be times they're not, and another guy will work. A guy a guy that that's got some ability to to move and 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 shuck a little bit like. Uh, like Randall does, may be able to create a little bit more out of out of nothing. That's but right. I don't know that he's going to be able to, when a play is designed to create this much of a seam in the defensive line, I don't know that he's going to be able to get the guy that's that gets through that hole. Right. But, you know, in, in the end, the, the, the bottom line is, is that I think this committee will work reasonably well. I think that What's I, reasonably well? By I think way? reasonably well is if they got between twelve and 1,500 yards, I think that would, be, that would be okay. What that means, of course, is that now Tony Romo has to throw the ball more, right? Right, right, right. And that's, that's, the, that's the danger in that's this. That's 300 yards. Right. All right, so that's right. 300 yards to 600 yards less than Murray got last year. Right. So we're talking anywhere from an extra 30 to 50 yards per game that Romo's got to pick up? That's correct. How many passes is that? How many extra passes is that, guys? Three or four. Three or four extra pa- completions. 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 Right. Three or four completions, which means exposing yourself to a hit. How many extra times? Uh, yeah. Seven or eight, probably so. And that's and that's the danger in all of this. And that and that was one of the reasons why I was I was for them re-signing Demarco all along. Uh, I didn't think that they had anything on the the roster at the time to replace what he gave you. Let's move on to another committee. A committee that's going to play the defensive line for the Cowboys. How, how do you how do you think that shakes out? They, they'll be playing D line by committee. Just they're trying to emulate what the Cowboys did in the nineties. What? How do you think that'll shake out? Well, it'll be great after the fourth game. You know when Greg Hardy gets back. Oh yeah, Greg well, Hardy. but that brings up the question for me about Greg Hardy. Okay, so what does he accomplish in this camp? Oh well, he, you know he can accomplish plenty. I mean, here's the thing that they've said they liked about him so far, right? What we know is that he's got a boy. He's got a great motor, great in camp, motor. right? You know, he's the guy. He's out there all the time. He's 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 excited about being out there. He, he you know, everybody else is geared up from uh, practicing with him. So he's a he's a tremendous influence on camp so far, which seems kind of phenomenal, I guess. But uh, so is he, is he the Dez of the defense? He could be. He could be from from that standpoint, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the rah rah, right? Yeah, come on, be. let's go out, let's go out and play three. Uh, you know, so th- there are a lot of things on the defense. To me, that you know, I think that the questions about I, even though I said that was the number one thing was finding a running back, it, it is the number one thing. But I have less concern about what the, the but since you does. can't count higher than one, no, you've got a lot more. So we have one A and one B and one C. Well, what the because here's the, here's the deal: the offense was terrific last year, terrific. There, to me, there was not much to improve upon in that offense from last year. And obviously it's going to go backwards a little bit, I think. Here's the deal. If they're going to get to the Super Bowl, which I think they have the potential to do that, All right, Skip. they are going to have to have that defense improve tremendously. And I think that defense can improve tremendously because I think it finally has a pass rush, which it did not have last year. Well, you know, everybody's talking about all the first-round draft choices the, uh, the Cowboys had. But let's include, I think, somebody who didn't play last year very much, Demarcus Lawrence, on, on the defensive line as well. Now you have Randy Gregory. Uh, now, now you have uh, McLean has been there a year when he, when he returns from his suspension. Sean Lee's playing the weak side linebacker. Until the inevitable happens. Don't say Oh, it. that is so ugly for you to say that. What if he said that about you? I'm sure Which he, sure he could. I'm sure he probably said it about Derek Holland. I mean, it, it happens. You know, I mean, guys get injured. Guys are injury prone. I think that, you know, they, they think that there's a possibility with him playing on the weak side instead of playing in the middle. He's not as in much traffic there. Maybe he won't take the beating that he takes a middle linebacker and that maybe he can stay healthy. Maybe. As long as he does. You know, he can get hurt. By just making he could. a move. That, that, that is true. He could. 
But I, I will say this: I, I, he's a he's a tremendous linebacker, uh, really instinctive. He's as good a linebacker as I've seen in the, in the, for the Cowboys in the last twenty five years. All right, so the, wow, I think so. Last twenty five years, I think so, I, I, I've never seen a linebacker for the Cowboys with his with a, an instinct for the ball like he has. Okay, so let let's say for the final twelve games of this season, because we're we're gonna watch for four weeks before Greg Hardy gets back. But once Hardy gets back and providing DeMarcus Lawrence stays healthy and Sean Lee stays healthy and Byron Jones at that point in time. Randy Gregory. uh, Randy Gregory. Could you have five new impact players, significant impact players on that defense? I don't know. Uh, well, if you I, have five, I can't count that high. One A, one. Will they have one A? One. But if, they, but if, if they have, if three of them come through, if three, three of the five come through, that, that that's a large oh, absolutely. I think, I think, I think Byron Jones is going to play a lot. Uh, will he be? Will he make an impact? Yeah, I think he will. Because I think here's the here's the deal. He'll if he if he doesn't make an impact at cornerback, you know, if for, for some reason, you know, um, Mo Claiborne finally, you know, does something. Uh, then uh, I think he can make an impact at safety. He's a guy who could play either position. So I think that that's one. I think certainly Greg Hardy will make a huge impact on this team. Um, he, he changes that. It's like a domino effect with him. You know, now now here's a guy who can play. Uh, he can also play inside. So they're they're going to play him at both you know both positions. So that that's going to make a real impact for them. Um, so yeah, I think that these are the, these are the differences. These are the things they had to have. So are you are you providing like? optimism for the Cowboy fans' soul here? Do you think that this defense is going to be an asset? Well, I don't know why it wouldn't be. You know, they, they, they played for the for the personnel they had last year. I thought they played really well. You know, they For didn't. the personnel that they had, but I I think that you could also look back and say that was an outlier performance for a lot of those guys. It could have been, and, and it was certainly the, the best defender that they had last year was DeMarco Murray. Uh, the fact that they ran the ball so kept, much. Kept the defense off the field. Kept the defense off the field. That was the best thing that happened for that defense last year. Now, they they won't have that this year. But Greg Hardy's a difference maker. Now, you know, you can question why he's even with the, the club, you know, to begin with, but you cannot question what he brings to the field. Are you willing to use the SB words? I've already used the SB words. I said I think they're a Super Bowl. If, if, those guys, if, if Tony stays upright, the, if the key personnel don't get hurt, uh, and I, I think they're a Super Bowl. Now, let me ask you this question, um, because a good friend of yours, Skip Bayless, made the same um, <laughs> me and Skip reference uh, earlier uh, last week. And will you approach this the way that Skip will, which is to put them on a pedestal and knock them and off? And so that if they reach the Super Bowl, you can say, I was uh-huh. right. And if they don't, then you can rip them for being underachievers. Is Skip, that your is that your motive here, Skip's Kevin? Skip's become a big Cowboys fan over the last few years. Have you noticed that? Uh, He's making it for all those years when he was here. That's his mo. Uh, that's his mo. That's a you know that's that's the talk radio, the talk, talking head mo. Build some build something up, and then when it doesn't live up to your expectations, rip them down. But when was the uh, we're talking about? And you said the the running game can be okay, right? Because of the offensive line. Okay, good enough to get you to the Super Bowl? Well, listen, how many how many teams last year had a running back who gained 1,800 yards? None. None. One. Well, yeah. Well, one. Right. So that so that's the thing. If you if you gain fifteen hundred yards, yeah, you can get to the Super Bowl. You got the kind of quarterback who can who can make up yards. The the problem with exposing the quarterback is that you're exposing him to risk. You know. And you're also putting that same defense on the field more. You are. You are. But I think no, it's not the same defense. This is a different defense. You're putting a, de- a, 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 a better a defense. defense. Right. I, I, so I think the defense can can kind of mitigate the loss 
of DeMarco Murray. Frank, uh, frankly, I'm surprised you, neither one of you have mentioned the X factor for the season on offense. The obvious X factor. The guy who's going to have Des Bryant? No. Lucky Whitehead. No. No. <laughs> Gavin Escobar. Come on. Gavin okay. Okay. I'm telling you right here, right now, this what? will be his season. What do you have? Some you feature on Gavin Escobar in the works? <laughs> no, but I'm building him up so in case he doesn't, he doesn't, we can just tear him down later on. Listen, I there's anything positive to say about Gavin Escobar counts as building him up. Well, I, I'm telling you, th- this this will be the season. Cole Watch. Beasley will be a much larger factor than Gavin Escobar. We'll see. All right. Be that way. Be Mr. Negativity. On, 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 I, I just want us to remember that you said this. I am. What is I, today? I, mark it. Can you, are we marking? Yeah, we're marking. Okay. Yeah. Mark. Brian, Mark okay. Yeah. Producer Brian Elledge. Yeah. Brian doesn't speak on our show. <laughs> he might as well. I mean, might be one person saying something intelligent. That's a good point. Um, Barry, you want to talk about Lucky Whitehead? I do. He he, he could be the another key to this team. Now, ask me the question, Kevin. Who is Lucky Whitehead? Lucky Whitehead is a guy lucky enough to have his first name be Lucky. He could be a prom- What number does he wear? Lucky. He wears the unlucky number 13. He could be a cult figure in this town if he comes in and can do what they hope he could do, return kicks, return punts. Kevin, you, you look like you've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. Undrafted free agent out of Florida Atlantic. Lucky Whitehead. He will be the new <laughs> Dwayne Harris. The new Dwayne Harris. You know, and, that, and that's an interesting thing about Dwayne Harris because remember when the Giants overpaid for him and we all said, holy cow, how could the Cowboys keep him? I don't think I said holy cow. You didn't either? No. no. Well, at any rate, uh, and and the Cow- and the Giants did overpay for him, but they subtracted a, a very valuable player for the Cowboys, a guy who played three positions. Uh, and that's, is that kind of like what up. the Eagles did with the Cowboys by taking Demarco Murray? Yes. Uh, well, he didn't. He doesn't play three positions, but he's a very. But he, valuable he plays player. one as good as as, as he, Harris played the other three. Uh, you could make you could make the 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 statement that he play that he plays two positions. One, three. I can say running three. back. Yeah. Right. Two is blocking back. And, right. and he wasn't bad. And he's not a bad pass catcher either. He's a very good pass a, 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 Out of the backfield. So he's a, three, he's a three. Let's use a word Evan might know. A three-tool player. Three-tool player. I like, I like the, the Do the three Rangers have player. any of those? No. <laughs> they have some three-tool <laughs> players. They would like uh, five more tools in their box, though. Yeah. Um, Kevin, is there anything else about training camp that intrigues you? I don't know that it's so much about training camp. I, I think the thing that intrigues training me, camp or, or preseason. Well, yeah, I think in football we separate the two more. I, I think that we it's it, at some point we should step back and look at, at what we have criticized the Cowboys for over the years, uh, which is a lot and, and deservedly so. Uh, but you remember when people would always say, "No good head coach will ever play for Jerry or will ever work for Jerry Jones." Are we now changing our tune on Jason Garrett? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, you know, I'm not. I never thought that Jason was a bad hire. I, I think it was very wise for them to take away the offensive coordinator duties from him. I think he's become a much better head coach because of that. But he suffered. Yeah, he suffered a lot of criticism over that to the point oh, where absolutely. I think I think the the general consensus was he's not a good coach. Well, the game management was really poor. There were things you could point at that are very obvious. And, but I think the things that Jerry stuck by with him were the fact that he thought he thought he's a very smart guy. And he's going to be able to work through a lot of issues. And I think that that Jason has has had a very quiet influence on Jerry and on and on Stephen, or maybe Stephen's had influence on Jerry. I, I'm not sure exactly how that's working. I think the players like Jason too. He, Jason never hangs anybody out to dry. You know, whatever criticism he might have, and when, when he's when he's in in Valley Ranch, 
in the locker room. I don't know what he says in privacy. When he comes out in public, I have yet to hear him criticize one of his players, and I think the players appreciate that. You know, Absolutely, one of the criticisms do. I think that he gets is based on the fact that he's very bland in every press conference. By design. By design. But we all seem to react, like, if you don't say colorful stuff, then that's a, a strike in a, a, a strike against well, you. Well, press conferences are a process. Let me ask you, who was, <laughs> who was the blandest coach in the history of this organization? Well, I'm going to guess that probably Tom Landry Yeah, was. Tom Landry. So, so look, people complained about that then, too. Right. They, they complain about those things when the team's not winning. Right. And you're looking for things to complain about. And this bland is what, is, But up. Bland is not a liability. Bland no, to the media not. is not a liability. It is not. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. It might be, you know, and George Blanda was a good football player, oh, too. He, Stop it. All right, before we get out of here with this Cowboys, uh, Barry, is there anything about camp that intrigues you that doesn't involve a pun? No. Lucky Whitehead. That's my biggest. That's my biggest find, my biggest, my biggest <laughs> scouting find, a free agent. Let's keep, let's keep his mind. Let's keep his name in mind. No, but I, 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 the thing I'd like to do is like to see the most is Sean Lee stay healthy. And I think through camp, through the season, and, and I, I think it would, it would add so much, so much to this team. He would. You know what? He makes up for a lot of things, in the secondary especially, because he's such a ball hawk. All right, people ought to get used to this over the next, I don't know, three months or so. But before we get out of here today, oh, Barry's got an I, extra I just point. want to say something. Extra point. I, 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 no, no, an extra point. On, on, on the Cowboys. Uh, a further review. Let's talk, I just want to talk about the offensive line, the battle that will be going on. There's, they only have one job opening, Leary and Lyle Collins. And I think that will be interesting to watch too. And I think uh, Cowboys would prefer Lyle Collins to, to win that job. And, uh, I don't think there's any way he doesn't win that job. You don't think so? What if he goes out there and just falls on his face? No, I don't think he's that kind of kid. No, I don't think so either. But so, th- so I think that'll be that'll be interesting, and it'll be interesting to see what you know what happens to Ron Lear. All right, here we go. Uh, this is completely impromptu because none of us have had a chance to really look at the schedule. Words with and friends. And we will do this, I guess, many times over the next three months. What's your Cowboys prediction at this point in time? Record and finish. Eleven and five NFC Championship game. So, so you mentioned the Super Bowl, but you're not going to pick them to go to the Super Bowl. I said there's a possibility. Okay, if you go to the NFC Championship game, you've got a possibility of going to the Super Bowl. Right, but if you say they are only going to get as far as the NFC Championship game, they don't go there. Barry, ten and six That's wild wild card team that gets that makes that gets it all the way to the Super Bowl. Ten and six wild card wild team card get in gets wild to card the, play, reaches the, edge, the Super Bowl reaches, reaches the Super Bowl. And I don't know if they win that game or not. I haven't, I haven't yet decided. Uh, the uh, the number that sticks in my head is eleven and five. I think that the Kevin just said that. I know that, and I, I'm allowed to pick the same number. I I, I think that, I got that somewhere first. along the line, the lack of Demarco Murray will cost them a game. Um, I, I think they will be able to make up some other wins in, in other ways, but I think that there will be a net loss of one it's game. It's a tough schedule this year, too. You know that. I'm yes, just, it is. Okay, ten and six. Eleven and five. I've got them going to the NFC Championship game as well. I'm oh. in agreement with Kevin on something for a change. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's a possibility, as Kevin said, it's a possibility they can get to the Super Bowl. If the other now, I, I, this is assuming the other team doesn't have travel problems and and all of that. If they have travel problems, maybe the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl by default. But I don't, I don't consider them Super Bowl team at this point. What, what do they? What do they lack? What do they lack? Give me one thing they lack. Quickly, I think I've, I, I think they still lack two things. I, I, I think I we're, asked talking, one. we're talking about training camp now. Training camp practice. We're talking about practice. 
And this is we Alan have, Iverson impression. That, that was this, this, a really this, bad this, Iverson this is, impression. This is, this is crazy. But my point you is, asked for Super we've, Bowl seen, we've, seen nothing, we've seen nothing from these running backs yet, and we're talking about potential with the defensive players. And if there's one thing I know about from covering baseball, it's prospects aren't prospects. They are players who have not established anything. Oh, who are you quoting now? Jim Leland. Jim Leland, thanks. Jim Leland, the noted football coach. All right. Are we getting out of here? We're getting out of here. Say goodbye, Evan. Goodbye, Evan. Kevin, say goodbye. Goodbye. And we'll see you all next time.